I V M. Helping us pay our bills this week is Paytm Money. On this episode of Paisa Paisa, I speak with Rahul Jain, Head of Personal Wealth Advisory at Edelweiss Financial Services. We are going to talk about wealth management and the role of technology in this product of wealth management. Stay tuned for that episode because we're going to talk about a lot of stuff. What exactly is wealth management? How technology helps it, and the different kind of services that Edelweiss offers. Stay tuned for that. I'm really thrilled to have Paytm Money, not only the app but also them as sponsors for our show, and it's really nice to be associated with such a strong brand. I have the app on my phone. I've used it. I've actually started an SIP on that. I like that it empowers me with all the information that I need, you know, to make an informed investment decision in mutual funds. I mean, just look at it, right? It's got a fund category. It's got returns, fund managers, ratings, risk associated holdings, anything. And the best part is, it's the most updated information that's made available on my fingertips. You know what? You can download the Paytm Money app on your smartphone. Just go to Play Store on Android, go to App Store on iOS, and it's available to download on both these places. I'm sure you can get it from there. अब म्यूचुअल फंड्स के लिए भी पेटीएम करो डाउनलोड द पेटीएम मनी ऐप ऑन प्ले स्टोर एंड एप स्टोर फोक्स वेलकम टू पैसा पैसा आई एम योर होस्ट अनुपम गुप्ता बी फिफ्टी ऑन ट्विटर एंड टूडेज टॉपिक is wealth management actually technology and wealth management i know that we've done a lot of shows on mutual funds and lot of things on the investment side but this is one topic which is i think we are doing it for the very first time the entire concept of wealth management and more importantly the aspect of technology in wealth management my guest is rahul jain head of personal wealth advisory at edelweiss financial services Rahul welcome to the show thank you so much for doing this for us let's start with an introduction to you your background how you came into the investment side how you came into uh, wealth management thanks thanks anupam for inviting me journey started 14 years back and uh, so large part of my financial service experience with edelweiss i just completed 10 years 4 months back okay and uh, when i joined financial services in 2004 as the markets were that time how and momentum things were looking very rosy i decided i thought that i've done the real right thing hmm. and uh, but also came 2008 when the start of the bad market started happening yep where a lot of people were thinking of uh, switching of their jobs going to different industries like i have a lot of my friends who moved into real estate at that point of time wow and coincidentally that time i joined edelweiss in 2008 during in, the crash during the crash awesome and 10 years back hmm. and and I started as a head of sales in Delhi for retail broking business, and the career graph things kept adding to me. I think uh, organization has been very kind, mm. giving a lot of opportunities during the period of time, and uh, the organization got expanded. We also acquired a broking arm in that point of time, which was around 2009-10, which is an anagram. It's a very big broking was, house, yeah, yeah. and uh, together. But the core till 2012, you see, was largely primarily broking, mm. just focusing on broking. and we were going to a lot of clients talking to them one thing which came out very clearly to us uh, at that point of time was that broking is just a product hmm. and uh, we anticipated that since the middle class is growing in india there are a lot of new age population which is coming in india hmm. the awareness of overall financial awareness is going up which is now happening which you see yes we realized that broking would always be a product wealth management is something which would be big okay because end of the day uh, if you see the core is understanding a client and finding his need and giving him a suitable solution correct and that is all wealth management is all about yeah. and we thought that it will work 
So that is how we started evolving to a wealth management organization in 2012. I'm happy to say that uh, we have done very well in last six, seven years. We are one of the fastest growing wealth managers in the country. Sure. AUM over 1 lakh crore. Wow. And uh, yeah. And uh, we have been growing our top line by 35% CAGR. While we do a lot of things on numbers in terms of revenue, etc. or AUM, but our clients are also very, very happy with us. Our NPS scores, what we talk to client and measure their hmm. scores with us, it's also growing. Because once you're closer to the client in terms of wealth management, the understanding is clear, you're able to give them the right solutions. Hmm. So that is how the journey has been. The company got evolved into wealth management and that made me the head of wealth management. That's Great. how it has been. That's that's really good. Let's get into the concept of wealth management. I mean, you know, I've always thought that if anybody is rich enough, then surely he, he, he can manage his own money. But apparently that's not the case. Uh, what exactly is a product? What services do you offer? And what services are your clients looking out for? So, uh, Anupam, wealth management is not a product. I think it's a composite offering, which comprises of advisory, also multi-product. For example, everyone has a different need altogether and there, there's a requirement of a lot of products being available with a delivery of a relationship management or digital platform. Hmm. So, either you take my advice through a platform or through a relationship manager. So if you so it would be more of a curated relationship over a period of time where the trust gets built in. In a nutshell, uh, wealth management is all about understanding a client need and understanding his risk appetite, understanding his goals and finally then offering him a solution. Hmm. That is all a wealth management is all about right now if you ask me. Hmm. Where you know that what client wants and hmm. finally then you are able to give him a solution because everyone has a very different need. Hmm. If I am uh, uh, nearing towards my retirement, I have a very different goal versus if I am at early start, uh, it's my first job, I have a very different goal. Sure. I have a very different risk appetite and my solution to your solution to other solution will, very, will be very different. Of course. So you have to have a customized understanding of individuals and that is all wealth management all about. Okay, for someone who's never invested or never or doesn't even know of the various parts of a wealth management a service. I won't yeah. call it product like you had yeah, said. Yeah, yeah. Let's take an example of a 45-year-old who is who has a family who's kind of conservative, aggressive. You know, at, at 45, you're probably in, in the middle of your career. You're fairly senior. You built a nice amount of money. You'll have, you'll have certain priorities, right? You, you're not an SIP person at yeah, all. Yeah. You've got a nice pot of uh, wealth. You want to probably protect it. So for someone like that, what typically would be an asset allocation, so to say, for from a wealth management perspective? So uh, I'll answer you. But before that, I want to just give you some perspective. There are three things hmm. which a wealth management manager does it well for his clients. One, you have already asked me about asset allocation or also helping articulating goals about individuals. Hmm. So when I go and meet a lot of clients, a lot of people in my relative set or my friends, they don't know what are their goals, hmm. at least the financial goals. They know that they have money, they want to invest, but they're not sure. So hmm. that is one thing which we help them to articulate. Second is that taxation is these days is an important one. Hmm. If you do it well, you can save a lot of money. That's hmm. the other one. Third is also giving functional expertise on different products. Because there are products which, so suppose you want to invest in fixed income, you want monthly returns or a retirement corpus at some point of time, you might invest in a product which gives you 6%, but there will be the same risk profile. You can give a product which can give you 9%. So here a wealth management can come and give you advice. So these are three important components which a wealth management does. Answering to your question, at an age of 45, what my asset allocation should be. So there's a thumb rule which generally people use. 100 minus your age 
should be your equity allocation. So if you're 45 and then 55% should go to equity. Sure. But it depends on risk appetite of individual to individual. So generally your risk understanding, you come to know by two major things. Okay. One is your willingness. Another is your ability. Ability comes out from your job security, family background. Mm-hmm. Do you have a lot of loans? Do you have a lot of dependents? If that is there, then your risk appetite will go down. Sure, of course. Willingness depends that in past you have had a bad experience in equities. Mm. You might say, no, no, I want to just avoid. Mm. I'm nearing the old age. I'm not going to avoid. So if you are higher risk appetite, you might go to 55%. But if you are lower risk appetite, you'll do 45%. Okay. And the rest will become debt. So okay. that is how generally a thumb rule and easy rule is. Generally, people think it's very complicated. My sense is asset allocation is between equity and debt. Mm. Largely, some amount of gold also is... 5% is here and there. But my 100 minus age should be equity allocation and rest should be debt. That's okay. how you should treat it. Okay, you mentioned gold. I was in fact just going to ask you that equity and debt are the traditional, conventional asset classes that anybody would, would, would advise. Gold, you mentioned probably 5%. Does real estate have any space out there these days? or So, uh, conventional Anubam was not <laughs> equity and uh, debt largely yeah, if you okay. see conventional sorry, was sorry, for yeah, India yeah. at one point yeah, of time con- real estate and real, real estate, estate and gold, and gold was yeah, the yeah. conventional 4-5 years back <laughs> you're right that's a big trend which is changing now moving towards financial yeah, yeah. products yeah. so yes real estate itself uh, has a important component sure it depends suppose if you don't own a house then you need to own a house. Hmm. For me, if you ask me, I keep real estate always outside it. Okay. Because Understood. you own a house, so it becomes easy for me to then help a, a individual. Sure. If you own a house, then then your uh, whole asset allocation should be around equity and debt. Yeah. But if you don't own a house, then first own a house. Okay. And then, then finally start making your corpus around equity and, and debt. Yeah. That's and, how we... Th- and then again, this is very, 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 very individual specific. Yeah, there might be some way. people who you will say own your house. There'll be some people who you probably say you don't own your house. It depends on risk return appetites and all of stuff. It also depends on his past, uh, yeah. his, his for family background. Suppose yeah. uh, if your father has any ways you have own a house yeah, yeah, and yeah. that owner house will come, will to, come you to you yeah, then yeah. then there is no need of buying a house yeah, yeah, yeah. so it depends yeah very in, individual specific yeah but there's one thing that has changed a lot in the last 10 years and that actually forms a core uh, of our episode which is technology i found that really you know really uh, interesting let's get some perspective here okay maybe we could compare how things were done 10 years ago in wealth management how things are done now what role does technology play so comparing 10 years is a difficult one. In, te- which way, in sure. technology, everything changes in three <laughs> years. But I'll try answer. I think if you take the changes in wealth management due to technology, if you break it into three parts, one is around adoption hmm. for technology, second is around innovation, and third is around all technology infrastructure like geo, high speed, etc. Hmm. So let's talk about the first one, which is adoption yes. one. So adoption across age categories has been amazing. Hmm. I keep speaking about this and it is very, very non-intuitive. A age group of 55 to 70, hmm. generally age group of my father, mother, hmm. have never explored a desktop. Okay. They have never explored an email ID. Okay. But right now, if you see, they all are hooked up on mobile phones. Okay. They use Facebook. They use WhatsApp. Now, I, I was waiting Delhi a couple of weeks back hmm. and I was seeing my mom was spending 30 minutes on Amazon app <laughs> doing shopping. <laughs> That's a big change. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is a category of age hmm. which has completely skipped desktop hmm. but has hooked up on onto mobile because the mobile usage has gone up. Yeah. And now this is two holes for us also. So we see a lot of clients from 55 to 70 age category using our app. Hmm. 
so that's an interesting one so the adoption which was never happening of internet when the desktop was the core one is now happening at a very increasing rate when the mobile apps are there that's crazy i that's would expect yeah. i would expect these people to expect uh, you know uh, reports coming in in hard copy to their house exactly. that they can actually take and uh, yes. you know go through it and all that but that's not the case yes that's not the case wow. because for them typing a password itself is a big job huh because for me if if i imagine my mother typing a password on desk on a keyboard huh. it's impossible correct okay. she'll not be able to do it you're right this is non intuitive you're yeah. right you're right you're but right. this yeah. is the adoption which is happening okay so this is in this category but if you see other age categories it is very automatic one sure. so for example younger one millennial ones hmm. or people at 35 40 age hmm. they have now got used to using apps mobile uh, for example the advent of e-commerce websites sure. mobile wallets etc yeah. so on that sense there's a huge adoption which is happening across categories surprisingly on the older ones as well okay the trust on doing a financial transaction has really gone up okay so 10 years back uh, or 12 years back when i joined financial services this was a big myth hmm. that let's not do something on online hmm, i don't hmm. know paisa pahunchega ki nahi pahunchega money will reach to me or not yeah whether it will stop in between so all these things have completely gone away so for example if you see how much transaction happens on e-commerce or mobile wallets etc hmm. it's it's growing the numbers are big They're massive massive yeah and it's growing month on month so this shows that the adoption is high across and that helps us also so sure. this is a big change is happening in wealth management other than around innovation okay i think uh, the amount of innovation which is happening for the sake of creating convenience and simplicity to clients is amazing hmm. so i'll just give you some example when i joined uh, my first job opening up a dmat and broking account it used to take 10 days with around 50 plus signatures i remember this okay remember? i mera thoda purana hai to mine would take a month probably yeah. there were 60 plus signatures correct yeah, yeah. now a year back we came out of the account opening process anupam which took 5 minutes three signatures and complete online process in account is done and you can start investing this is a brokerage yes a, a broking account yes. where i can call edelweiss and tell them buy it's, 100 shares of xyz yeah it's after 5 minutes of registering yes wow. and it can you can do it online wow okay so this is and regulators also help yeah. they have been very uh, proactive in this creating that convenience hmm. so that is there okay so that is one so this is one example uh, we did a experiment 5 uh, 6 months back so, sorry a year back around creating portfolios for client which were more of artificial led intelligence led so what happens is you come on on a website put your age uh, put your risk pro- profile hmm. and for how long you want to invest hmm. click it will give you a portfolio in next 2 minutes you can invest wow and it's a customized one for anubam only because for your age yeah, your yeah, risk yeah. it adjusts and gives you funds according to that yeah So this is what is happening on innovation side, which is creating a lot of convenience and simplicity, hmm. which now helps lot of adoption. Hmm. Hmm. Now I don't need so for a person who was sitting in a small location can also open an account yeah. in fifteen minutes. It's 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 made life so convenient. Sure. So this is the second one, and third one is the overall technology infrastructure has really gone up. I think with help of geo and etc. I think there's mobile, free internet, high speed internet available to everyone. Hmm. You can. place a trade on a mobile app which was non thinkable 4 years 5 years back mm-hmm. so all these thing together is changing the landscape completely altogether you will be surprised that our overall volumes or or the usage on technology platform is growing 
by 100% year on year. Wow. That is how the people are coming and adopting it to it. Okay. What specific uh, technology-wise apps do you, or what products do you have, I should say? It could be a website, could be an app. So, what all platforms is Edelweiss available so on the technology So, we have primarily side? three uh, platforms, Anupam. One is the website. Hmm. It's a very informative website where you can come and do all personal finance understanding. Also, do investments transactions. Then we have an app, which we call Markets app, hmm. uh, where there is a plethora of information around markets, stocks, uh, macros, etc. Hmm. And there is also trading. Okay. You can invest also there. Okay. And then we, are tra- then we have a traders terminal also for professional traders. Sure. So these are three key platforms which we give for our clients on for wealth management perspective. Okay. Just to, so for the, tra- uh, on the trading terminal side, okay, can you give us some perspective on how technology plays a role out there? You know, for example, uh, I'm told that these days uh, they, you can actually test a lot of strategies. You can do back testing and all that. Is that part yeah, of Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's part of our platforms. You can do a lot of back testing. Apart from that, uh, due to advent of technology, what is happening that there is a lot of information which now you can have it on single sp- single screen or single space earlier you have to do a lot of stuff a lot of information gathering by different sources which is now coming on single source hmm. secondly when you trade when you trade in markets in large quantities you need speed hmm. and these days because of sophisticated technology the latency of speed has gone very very high okay so that helps a trader to do things well okay anything on the wealth management side in terms of technology in terms of how that has changed your offering to your clients so I just gave you an example uh, which I was telling you a robo yeah, half yeah. artificial intelligence I think it's a easier one we are seeing a lot of adoption there where clients are coming just using it very conveniently on a fly so we say before your coffee gets ready you are able to invest wow. that is how we say okay so that's changing the landscape for us in a large okay large do, you, do you think you know there there used to be a time where you, you would trust your broker someone say call out that sir aaj market gir raha hai ye karido wo karido do you think there's any role for a human being now <laughs> at all no no so, so so we are of firm belief that in wealth management space, it's not completely digital or it's not completely offline. It's the only one which works. Hmm. There are some aspects of things which you need a human intervention or human support still to hmm. come and convince you. But once you get convinced, then you want to be on your own. Okay. So again, it's a mixture. Yeah. It's not very clear that it's completely digital or completely offline, but it's a mixture. Okay. And you have to work around it. Which then gets me to the question. So of, I'll just huh? give you one more example. Please, sorry, yeah. In this 55-70 age category, for them, placing trade still is very difficult. Mm-hmm. So what will they do? They call up RM, buy Reliance. Correct? Yeah, that's what, yeah. Correct. But earlier what used to do, they, they wanted to also track the price of Reliance. Ah. So they used to call up the RM again and again. Now Reliance is how much Reliance is how much. Now they use the app and they just track the share price of Reliance on the app. So okay. they don't need to call back. So they are getting adjusted. Okay. Digitally, they are using it for tracking. But for real placement of order or real placement of investment, they still call the RM. So that is how it gets used. Okay, kind of mix of both. Mix of both, okay. exactly. And on that note, we take a small break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another awesome week on the IVM Podcast Network. If you aren't following us on social media, please make sure that you do. We're IVM Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just a couple of notes up front. One is that we're still running our listener survey. That's ivmpodcast.com slash survey. The survey is only going to run till the end of the week. So if you want a chance to win that awesome mug that we're giving out, please make sure that you fill out that survey. Also, I wanted to put out a quick reminder that if you're enjoying what you're listening to, please take a screenshot of what you're listening to, tag us on Instagram, and we'll put that in our story so that everybody else 
else can see what you're listening to. Also, please don't forget to put in a comment. On The Seen and the Unseen, Amit Verma is joined by author Tony Joseph, who talks about his acclaimed book, Early Indians. They deep dive into the Harappan times and how ancient history is never as simple as it seems. On Advertising is Dead, Varun's guest is comedian and writer Naveen Richard. They talk about the source material for writing comedy, the web series Better Life Foundation, meme culture and tongue cleaners. On Pesa Vesa, Anupam is joined by Rahul Jain, head of Edelweiss Personal Wealth Advisory. They talk about wealth management and his future in India. On paperback, Anirudh Kanisati joins Satyajit and Racheta to reflect on how archaeology led to the creation of many rituals. On Know Your Kanoon, Ambarana is in conversation with Abba Singh and they discuss legal procedures involved in crimes against women. On our Marathi podcast, Golgappa, Tripti is joined by the hosts of How to Citizen, Meghnath and Shreyas. They talk about growing up in Nagpur and their show. On Geek Fruit, Tejas, Jishnu and Abbas dissect the latest film entry into the Marvel canon, Captain Marvel. And with that, let's continue on with your show. And welcome back to the show. So you spoke about artificial intelligence. I want to understand two things out here. Okay, what is the role right now of AI in your existing product? And do you think that AI can be used in the future, I don't know, for predicting the markets and for a better product for your wealth management? Where's the future? Where are things going from here? So, I think AI these days is getting used everywhere and it's true for financial services also. I just gave you one example about the product which we are yes. using for AI. Uh, so, that is one of the experiments which we did with AI. Sure. I think AI has has lot of scope in terms of helping a relationship manager to service his clients well. Hmm. Because when you manage some 100, 200 clients, there are a lot of moving parts around clients. Effectively, if you ask me, it's very difficult for a relationship manager and organization to track everything together for a client. Because mm-hmm. there are so many things happening at the same point of time these days in volatile markets. I think AI can help them. They can power them with a lot of information, which they can go and give it to the clients and then service them well. Mm-hmm. Or understand their client needs or needs and then give them a suitable product around those. That is one. Other is that uh, there are a lot of... servicing help which an ai can do so there are a lot of advent of chatbots etc which is coming which helps client getting service very fast there is no minimal intervention you can come just write some messages on whatsapp you get your contract notes you get your portfolio statements etc so there is also that's possible yeah that's possible no? i thought contact notes were just sent by email and you would get no, it no. like one day later and all no 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 aaj ke tarikh mein aaj ke tarikh awesome so this how does that work so it's a it's a chatbot we are just yeah. developing you need to just type your username and send space and do contract notes mm. it will come to you wow and that's about how much how many hours after the trade or whatever i mean like no no that, this is this is live this is live this wow. yeah awesome so last question for uh, for this episode i want to get into if our listeners want to choose a wealth management for, you know so let me put it this way today a lot of people that i know uh in my age group or whatever it is a lot of question that i keep on hearing is they want to invest in a pms for some people wealth management somehow has become just synonymous with just one product okay ki bhai mere pa bhi maine paisa kama liya na abhi now i want to go to the next level now for some reason they don't have the time to make a portfolio choose a portfolio and i don't know where somewhere there's a gap they don't believe in asset allocation we market chal raha hai to stocks mein dalo na bhi aur kahan jayega so for them wealth management has become like pms but i'm sure that you said that pms is only one part maybe pms might not even have a role okay so for someone who wants to choose a wealth management advisory a personal wealth advisory can you give our listeners a cheat sheet a kind of questionnaire a kind of framework something that would help them choose the perfect wealth management or personal wealth advisor so uh there are couple of things which he should always keep in mind one is that uh you should always choose a wealth manager who has some reputation who has a track record of servicing clients because at the end of the day you handing over your hard earned money to someone 
So you need a track record and some reputation. That is first and foremost, most important one. Otherwise, also go to a wealth manager who have multi products because your relationship with wealth manager is not a transactory one. It is over a period of time, which I was saying, the trust gets built. He understands you well, and then the overall understanding goes up. So you have to have someone who have multi product availability. Mm. So mm. sometimes, so for example, you might need a PMS right now. But it can be that a year later you might need insurance as well because you need want to do some protection for yourself. You might want to do fixed income in some time in future. So you have to have a wealth manager who has multi product availability. Also choose a wealth manager who have platforms available where you can have your servicing very easily done with low minimal interface. Also, you can see your reports online. You can see a lot of data available. So a lot of information these are available. So these are three four things. And last and the important one is that also see that. With this wealth manager, most of the RMs are stable or they keep changing very frequently. Oh wow, that is a fantastic tip out there, right? Yeah. Because in my experience, the guy who's filled up all the forms and and got you, and he's not there. Exactly. Yes. Yes. So, that, but that's true. What What's the turnover out? How can I as a client prevent that? Abhi banda hai, chala gaya. Kya karein fir? No, but Anupam, when I go and meet lot of clients these days, yeah. the first question they ask me is, how old have you been in the system? Wow. So that is a very common question these days. It's a good client, question. It's a good question. Yeah. Client asked. The client asked. I remember a meeting a week back. We were three people. And client asked everyone, Ki how old you are in Needlewise? How? So fortunately, we all were 10 years plus that <laughs> point of time. So yeah. he was very impressed. But yeah, that is yeah, all yeah, clients ask. Yeah. And that's a good way to understand. Maybe that, that That's a good tip for our listeners that when they go for a meeting with their relationship managers or with their wealth advisors, please ask them how for, for how long have you been doing this. You spoke about reputation. How does one get an idea about reputation? You know, wealth management is a, is actually a very complex thing. Mm. I'm just signing a check for you. But mm. then you get into the real process of actually putting it wherever you have to. And then, then there's a the whole thing of it generating returns. But me... How do I know beyond the brand? I mean, how how do I gauge reputation? So reputation, I think a couple of things. One is about understanding that how old is your system running. For example, like for Edelweiss, we have been from 95. Hmm. So we have understanding of 24, 23 years of this business. Hmm. Apart from that, the other thing which is very important matrix this is, is how much asset you manage. Hmm. So it's an important one. So suppose there there is a 1 lakh crore you're managing, which mm. always reimposes the faith that there are so many people also coming back and doing well management with you. Correct. So these are easy criteria to pick up on. And end of the day, once you go into relationship, you start understanding whether you're going on the right track or it's not going on the right track. And if you're not going on the right track, it's easy to now switch also. Okay. Is there a dedicated RM who's given to you for your for, for your relationship? Yes, yes, okay. yes. And he's like, he's accessible and contactable. Yeah, yeah, he should be. Okay. Just one last thing, just to understand the service better for wealth management. Typically, what are the charges out here that we're talking about? So generally, if you ask me, uh, uh, it's more of advisory. Okay. Charges are generally on brokers, what we do on, if you do buy stock purchase, etc. Okay. And uh, we generally tend to get commission from manufacturers that is how it works okay so generally it's it's no charge in that sense okay and of course if our if our listeners want to find out more then edelweiss.com edelweiss.in okay edelweiss.in is the website i'm sure that there is an entire section on wealth management out there and i believe that it has a lot of resources also for you to understand the wealth management product better raul that completes the main part of our recording this is a standard question that i have for all our guests first of course is that some financial mistake that you made in your life some lessons that you learned so that our listeners can learn from that maybe so one thing which I have made a mistake multiple times 
is not following the asset allocation principle personally wow. okay and uh, paid a huge price hmm. because end of the day when you go and meet people you realize that either they tilted towards only real estate or fixed income or equities and generally whenever you do invest only in one asset class you might go wrong because asset classes also work in patches they are not uniformly growing every year on year correct so and so that is one thing which can derail your overall thinking of growing your wealth or preserving your wealth mm-hmm. that that is a big mistake and i have done repeatedly time two three times now i am very sure that i don't want to do that mistake so last time now since market is still volatile i am mm-hmm. very clear that this mistake is not <laughs> going to happen with me so i am very clear the other one which is very commonly one is that people generally invest in equities with the perspective of very short term yeah i think that's a big mistake okay because if you invest in short term uh equities in sh- in for a short term duration hmm. chances then the volatility will come in in panic you will sell off your stocks at a price which is not deserving to your portfolio so that is something which really happens it's a common saying uh when markets go up hmm. people ignore risk and when market goes down people ignore opportunities wow that can always that will always happen if you invest keeping equities into short term into perspective yeah, you're seeing that now right the small yeah, mid yeah. caps have been completely wiped out yeah, wiped and people out, yeah. say that they they never want to get into equities again they never want to do exactly. anything whereas this should probably actually be the time when you want to consider and put some do some hard work and find out a very good uh, mutual fund to invest in. and okay folks disclaimer i just put in into the edelweiss small cap nfo okay oh, just did. because it's coming at that point yeah. and i thought it's a fantastic product and of course also one tip out here I had Radhika Gupta of Edelweiss AMC and do an entire three part series on asset allocation and diversification so if you guys want to find out more about that and she's an awesome guest just like Rahul is just listen in to our series on that and the last question Rahul some recommendation could be book could be movie could be blog anything at all for our listeners so one of the books uh, which I read 7 years back and still has a lot of impact on me was reminiscence of stock operator of course that's a classic yeah, yeah. edwin left yeah and so it it talks about lot about how an emotional control helps you hmm. uh, react to situation in markets yeah. and i think that's a very important one again the statement i made that markets when go up yeah. you just ignore risk, risk and when you go down you just ignore opportunities i think that that book sums up that really well for you it's always good to hear someone who believes in the classics you know like where where uh, where are the customers yours reminiscences of a stock operator stock operator then there is a uh, bubbles there's one manias or bubbles or something of that sort there's one book on that also it's always yeah. good to hear someone believing in the classics rahul jain head of personal wealth advisory at edelweiss financial services thank you so much for joining uh, the show for doing the show for our listeners and folks anything that you need on this uh, on personal wealth advisory do visit the website give them a call on there i'm sure they have a yeah 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 ivrs number out there and they can also download our app it's okay. a edelweiss mobile trader app available hmm. on ios and android both okay and that's a wrap on our show folks thank you for listening thanks a lot thanks No material on the show should be considered as financial advice. The material on the show is for informational purposes only. Please consult a financial advisor before taking any investment decision. Hey everybody. We have a brand new podcast series by Bloomberg Quint called BQ Conversations, which covers a range of topics like business strategies, latest trends in technology such as cybersecurity and artificial intelligence, and also personal finance. 
Episodes are out on the IVM podcast app or wherever you listen to podcasts. Did you know that Parsis in Mumbai instead of being left at the tower of silence after they die are now cremated? And why because a cow fell sick in the early 1990s? Did you know that the smog in Delhi is caused by something that farmers in Punjab do and that there's no way to stop them? Did you know that there wasn't one gas tragedy in Bhopal but three? One of them was seen but two were unseen. Did you know that many well-intentioned government policies hurt the people they're supposed to help? Why was demonetization a bad idea? How should GST have been implemented? Why are all our politicians so corrupt when not all of them are bad people? I'm Amit Verma and in my weekly podcast The Seen and the Unseen I take a shot at answering all these questions and many more. I aim to go beyond the scene and show you the unseen effects of public policy and private action. I speak to experts on economics, political philosophy, cognitive neuroscience and constitutional law so that the insights can blow not only my mind but also yours. The Seen and the Unseen releases every Monday. So do check out the archives and follow the show at seenunseen.in. You can also subscribe to the seen and the unseen on whatever podcast app you happen to prefer